You're listening to Love Talk Live with the relationship expert, Jamie Bronstein, only on L.A. Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Love Talk Live. I'm your host, Jamie Bronstein, and today I have with me Laura Michelle Powers. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very happy to be here. I'm so happy you're here also. You are a woman with who wears a lot of hats. <laughs> yes. And so we're going to get into a lot of really cool conversations. Um, but first, I want to tell you guys a little bit about Laura. So Laura is an entrepreneur, celebrity psychic, actress, model, host, singer, writer, and speaker. She is the host of the popular film and television podcast, Behind the Scenes with Laura Powers, and her top 100 podcast on Apple Podcasts, Healing Powers Podcast. She is the author of eight books and editing two other books. She travels full-time for clients, television, and other media appointments, and for the love of traveling. Laura has been featured on several television channels and networks, including BuzzFeed, NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox, The CW, The Jet Set, and many others. And she was interviewed by Will Ferrell on the podcast, The Ron Burgundy Podcast, which I saw a tiny clip in your reel. Yes. hysterical. Yes, it was very hard not to laugh because the the setup, if you're not familiar with with, uh, Ron Burgundy, he's the character from the Anchorman that Will Ferrell plays. And basically the premise of of that whole interview was he is interviewing me as the Anchorman, as if the Anchorman is a real person. And I'm having to answer these ridiculous questions as if someone really asked me that in a serious interview. So he would say things. And of course, I wanted to laugh out loud. And I, you know, I had to try to pretend like it was a serious interview. And and it was unscripted. So literally walking in, I had no idea what he was going to (laughs) say. Yeah. So you had to just be like on the ball and, and like use your wit, I'm sure, and just be really yes, Yeah. I've, I have a background in improv, so that served me <laughs> in that particular experience. Well, I definitely want to watch or listen to the whole interview for sure. Okay. So first of all, how did you get into the singing, the acting, the psychicness, the ma- helping people manifest things in their life? How'd you get into this work? Yeah. So ever since I was little, I've been both very creative as well as very psychic and intuitive. And I now realize that that in many cases, they are connected for people. So the fact that I'm very psychic totally connects in with my creative abilities. And a lot of what I create is channeled. Like it's basically like when I write, it's like I have a writer's room in my head (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it helps with the creative process, whether that's a book or music. And then I'm also highly intuitive and psychic. And growing up, I was actually very much like the kid in the sixth sense. If you've ever seen that movie, Haley Joel Osment's character, where I would see ghosts that looked like solid people to me. So I had a hard time sometimes telling whether someone was a live person or a spirit. It was very confusing. I really wasn't able to put a lot of this stuff together till I was well into adulthood. And then once I figured out my abilities, I started taking classes, you know, learning how to manage it. And it was not what I thought I was going to end up doing for work or for a career, but very quickly it became clear that I had uh, gifts and abilities in this area and that people found it helpful. So I started to do that while I was building my psychic business. I was making my living as an actress in theater 
And I do love performing, but I was like, wow, I could definitely make more money as an as a psychic. And also the lifestyle of a, an actress in theater is, is rough. Like I basically never saw my friends um, mm. unless they were in the show. <laughs> so my right. social life ended up being, you know, those who were performing with me. And so I, I kind of made that shift in transition. And now I, I do a lot of my um, creative work in other ways. So I do stand-up comedy now. So I kind of integrate a lot of my performative elements. I sing in my comedy. I talk about being a psychic. So I've managed to find ways to combine a lot of the different things that I offer in a, in a unique way. And I think we all have that ability. So yeah, when people read what I do, they're like, wow, you do a lot of things and they all kind of fit together in this unusual way. But I, I believe we all have many gifts and talents and you know we can access those and, and do all of them if we decide. I love... I love your story because I can 100% relate and because I've done the same thing. I've brought it all into my practice. I do my regular coaching sessions with my clients. Sometimes I'll do readings on them. Sometimes I'll sing. <laughs> I've never been a professional singer. I just like it. And I've never been a professional actress, <laughs> but I did it when I was little. But anyhow, but, but what I loved about, what I really loved about what you were saying was that it is intertwined. Creativity yeah intuition, just receiving, and then whether writing, I'm writing a book, or you're, you might write a screenplay or a song, whatever mm -hmm. you're doing. And it, it is all connected. So I'm in the same wavelength, lady. Yeah, it is. And I think a lot of people who are very, very creative are very intuitive or psychic, you know, on a, on a stronger level, whether or not they, they understand that mm -hmm. is what's happening. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of very successful business leaders are also highly, highly intuitive. And that's how they're able to manifest and be so successful. Yeah, it's just, it's a matter of who is open to learning more about it, who wants to learn more about their intuition, who wants to strengthen their muscle. Like you took classes, I took classes, we got all excited about it, but not everybody is. And that's, you know, everybody has their own thing. But anyhow, so you, how, I know one of the things that you love to do is you love to help people to build the life of their dreams. So take us through how you do that and um, I would also love to hear just some stories, you know, I'm sure the audience would love to hear some of these stories about people, um, some commonalities of like themes of why people come to you for the psychic stuff also. Sure. So yeah, I think with manifesting, it's, it's often misunderstood. I mean, we're all manifesting all the time, but what I'm talking about is conscious manifesting where you're doing it in a very purposeful way, you know, deciding what you want to do. Um, and then working at it on an energetic as well as the physical levels. And we'll talk about the different steps of manifesting. So the number one step is setting your intentions. You know, what is, what is it that you desire? What do you want to bring in? And honestly, this is an area where a lot of people run into the biggest problems because they automatically edit their dream or their goal, their desire. Mm -hmm. They, they mm -hmm. think, okay, well, maybe what does my family want for me? What should I want? What does society want? Or is that attainable? If we don't think it's attainable, then a lot of people just automatically claim to revise <laughs> whatever it is that they think that they're aiming for. And the problem is if your soul doesn't want it, if your soul isn't going to be energized in pursuit of it either. So that's the number one thing is really getting at the heart, at the root of what you truly and deeply desire. And also, I'd just like to add to that yeah, when you yeah. are setting your intentions that you want to set them in a positive way. Like, this is what I want, not what I don't want. I always yeah. like 
because words are so important with the universe. Absolutely. Being positive and clear. And just because you don't know how to get to that, whatever that goal is, doesn't mean that it can't happen. That's the other thing is don't try to figure that piece out. Um, You just set your intention and, and it can be either very, very clearly specific, like a specific person situation, um, or it can be like a certain type. Like I I do feel that I manifested the Will Ferrell interview. I didn't specifically think Will Ferrell, but I was definitely like, I want like a level high level, media opportunities, you know, and then that came Mm -hmm. in. So I think we can, we can do that. Mm -hmm. We can set specific intentions, including kind of general parameters for what it is that we're looking for. So that's the number one step is setting that desire and touch in, you know, what are you trying to bring in? Um, The second step is following your intuition and paying attention to signs and messages that you then receive, which are like guideposts for you on how to bring that in. So, so I'll give an example. When I first started my business as a psychic, like I had a master's degree in political science. I'd worked in government politics prior to that. So I had no kind of track record, even though I've been psychic since I was a little kid, I didn't talk about it. No one thought of me in that way. I had to do a lot to prepare people for that and to think of me in that way. So I very quickly asked the the marketing angels to help me. And I got the message to give readings at a local coffee shop. And I'll be honest, I didn't want to do it. Like I really didn't want to. I didn't want to do readings publicly. I felt intimidating to me and uncomfortable, especially as a, as a fairly new psychic in business. But the message was so strong. I kept coming up and com- coming up. And so finally I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. I put up a flyer in the window of the coffee shop and my, my friend owned the coffee shop. So she gave me permission And that week, so that same day that I put up the flyer, the managing editor of the local newspaper called and asked if he could write a story about me. So two days later, two days after I put up the flyer, uh, he interviewed me and I was featured in the regional newspaper with a full story and a color photo. (laughs) And I was off and running. And so that was my first media coverage as a psychic, as a professional psychic. And then from, you know, once you get one media coverage, it's easier to get others. And then that also, I literally got people calling me right away to be my client from that story. So I bring that story up because I, I get it. Sometimes we get a message about something that's actually going to help us with our goal. And we may have been a resistance to it. We may not like the message <laughs> mm-hmm. that we're getting, but mm-hmm. I learned very quickly that when I listen to the messages, really positive, magical things unfold. And when I don't listen to the messages, it does feel harder. And those messages can come in through your own thoughts and feelings, repeated references to things, things you see here, you know, conversations you have, you know, so just really, it's about paying attention to yourself and the world as well. I'm such a huge fan of listening to these messages that come in. We need to listen to our heart because like you were saying, and I agree that when you don't, when you're out of your integrity, life just doesn't go very it's well. Hard. It's hard. <laughs> yeah. There are, there are not just difficulties, but like huge major things. So when you make that shift and you start to say, okay, from now on, I'm listening to my intuition, life just gets so much more beautiful. And also the whole, um, the whole idea thing, like when we get an idea, if we don't do the idea, it's going to go to somebody else. So Absolutely. Yeah. Whoever's watching, when you get an idea, make it happen. (laughs) Go for it. And I don't want people to get into this fear of like, oh, I missed the boat or I missed it. But 
it's, it's more like the faster you do it, the faster you get there. There's always another boat. There's always another thing, yeah. but why wait? Why, why delay the joy? Why delay the good mm-hmm. things that are coming to you? That resistance that we all feel that's always going to be there to a degree. I think some people feel like if I wait, that will go away. But the truth is often it actually gets stronger. Like the sooner Mm -hmm. we work on these things and move through that energetic resistance, the easier it gets. And then also the faster the rewards come. Yes. And then the next create creative thing comes in and then you create that. And I love that you're saying joy because that's what it is. It's following your joy. Like why would you like people, humans are in the way they're the only things that are in the way of them and manifesting their dreams. So people just need to get out of their way so they can manifest their dreams and be in their joy. Yeah. And I think this can feel really difficult. So I think finding community and support to help you along that journey is key. Wow. So I have like a five week manifesting program where you, it has a built in community. And then I, once you're in once you're basically lifetime in. So I'll run it several times a year with the same, you know, the same people that right. were in it before can join again if they'd like to. But it's so helpful not to feel alone. And when you hear about amazing things happening to someone else in your group or in your community, just remind yourself if it can happen for them, it can happen for me. So I think being in the space of those who are inspiring, those who are being successful, those who are doing the work. And also, if you're having a hard time to have a a group Mm -hmm. or community, you can go to and say, hey, I'm struggling, guys. What can I do? (laughs) You know, so not to feel like you have to go it alone. You know, we understand there are certain things we have to learn. Like you would go to school to cut hair or become a doctor or whatever. And I'm like, but this psychic intuitive and manifesting work, I feel is the same. Like we're all learning and need to learn certain things as well. So, so that's one of the things in this sort of spiritual community that I'm like, Hey, don't, don't try to figure it all out yourself. It'll just take longer. (laughs) Yeah. And you learn, you learn by doing experientially. So I love that you have created this um, in the past, I've created groups as well. And it's, it's playful and it's fun. Yeah. You know, it's like you get to practice on each other and have this community and then you take it out into, into the world, but you get, it's kind of, it's nice to have that cocoon to start off to get all these validations and you're like, okay, I got it. And then you start bringing it on the road. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's a constant process. Like once you manifest whatever it is that you were wanting to create, you know, it's time for the next round, like don't ever give up. And I really firmly believe that the more we each individually have, the more that we can give. And it just, it's this wonderful, beautiful, abundant, positive circle. So just keep going. Like, you know, don't stop at like, Oh, got my one dream or my one wish (laughs) keep going and continue that growth and process. It is about abundance. There's always, there's enough for everyone. There's more than enough for everyone. You know, sometimes I think what gets in people's way is that they think, well, somebody already else, somebody did this already. Yeah. And so that is a huge red flag for yourself to get out of your own way. It's like you're your own red flag. (laughs) Totally. And no one is going to do it quite the way that you did. I, I actually had... Um, a friend that I knew who she was talking about her own history and she had um, sexual abuse in her history. And she talked about how she was so glad that Oprah came out and talked about it. So she didn't have to, 
And I was like, I think you missed the message. Like the point is like, if she does it, she showed a path. Right. And I'm so grateful that she helped people feel that they could talk about it. And now you would have a different, slightly different message and a different circle. Cause right. All the people that we touched, I love the movie. It's a wonderful life where you mm -hmm. see all the people's lives and what a different world it would have been in if, you know, that particular man hadn't been in it. And I think we don't know the amount of impact that we have. And the farther we step into our beautiful, authentic purpose, the better the world gets, as well as also our own life experience gets so much better too. Yes. Yeah. Accessing our gifts and sharing them with the world. But this isn't in a cocky way. This is in a, a service way. Yes. Service. Absolutely. We are of service to the healing of people. And then once one person is healed, it just expands and, and the more people heal and, and ideally the world will, will be healed one day. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, we're all a work in progress. The world <laughs> is a work in process is constant yeah. evolution, but I really feel that the, one of the most powerful ways to change the world is by modeling, you know, positive ways to be, and I think mm -hmm. we've all experienced that when there's a celebrity or someone that we look up to or we admire what they have accomplished or created, could be a business owner, or, you know, whatever, whatever you're interested in and how impactful that is to see someone doing that. And, you know, I've seen this like JK Rowling, you know, she's so inspiring to me because she got all these rejections and people told her like, this isn't you know, children's books don't sell. She had all these publishers tell her and she just did it anyway. And look what an incredible mark on the world that we all have that within us in, in our own way. Not everyone's going to be JK Rowling. Of course, there's only one JK Rowling, but already, whatever, yeah. whatever that is for you, you have the potential to have such a massive impact um, and live this incredible magical life. And the cool thing about when you do have somebody that you look up to is that you actually have those qualities within yourself because that's how you know what those qualities are. If you didn't have them within, then you wouldn't be able to identify them. And that's a very positive thing. I do that I do that work with my clients and I ask them who who is your who's your hero? Who inspires you? And then once they realize that they have those qualities within, it gives them that extra boost to go for it. Absolutely. And then kind of conversely, if there's someone that really triggers jealousy or envy in you, it's the same thing because in a way that's like you're saying, there's something there I want. And typically when the jealousy or the envy kicks in, it's because there's some kind of false belief that we can't have that somehow. Mm -hmm. And that's not true. Like people have yeah. incredible physical transformations in terms of appearance and health or financial transformations or love transformations, like in any area you can think of, you know, that's, whenever we have that kind of trigger, it's a sign of like, oh, that's something I want. And then focus on creating that instead of putting that negative energy um, into judging someone else, for example. Well, I love that you just said the word love because the show is called Love Talk Live. So I have some questions for you or just put it all together because we don't want to run out of time. Um, tell me about some, because I'm assuming that clients come to you asking about their love life. When will I meet my person? You know, so do you have any specific without names, any stories? How do you work with them? What do you tell them? Have like, have you predicted things and they happen? People just love to hear this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a common area. And interestingly, 
Um, a lot of times when people have struggles in love, they often have struggles with boundaries and sometimes with money, not always with money, but it's, there's some kind of like energetic challenge with, typically with, with worthiness, with receiving. So that manifests for different people in different ways, but that's always like an underlying belief that needs to be worked on. So yes, I, I definitely have a lot of clients request that. I, like I said, I think money and love are the, probably the two most common things that people mm -hmm. are looking for guidance on. And I think it's important to look at where you are, like where are your false beliefs and patterns coming up and then clear those. So I'm different than some psychics in that. Yeah, I do believe that there are some things that are more set than others, but I think we have a large amount of free will that impacts what we can create. And I think that's beautiful because that means we, if we don't like where we are or where we're going, we can change it. So the key to that is understanding our energetic patterns and blocks and then working on clearing them. So with love specifically, um, there's two modalities that I would recommend. One is tapping. Are you familiar with tapping? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I love tapping. Yeah. So tapping yeah. is short uh, for emotional freedom technique. And it's a modality where you tap on different energy points in the body. If you're looking at the video, I'll kind of tap an example underneath the eye, you know, above the lip, on the chin, crown. There's several places that you tap. And as you do, you say different uh, phrases that are helping to heal, clear out these blocks that we have in the body. And it is something that works over a long period of time. So you can, and one of the common phrases in tapping, I completely love and accept myself. So they say, even though I'm having a hard time in love, I completely love and accept myself. So that's an example. And you, you have these scripts that you do. And mm -hmm. as you do these, these emotional blocks are healed, cleared and released. And it is like a, a process. So it's not like you're going to tap once and your life is completely transforming, right? If you do it regularly <laughs> every day, you'll see noticeable changes. And then I also love emotion and body code to help clear those things out. So I think doing these modalities to help shift what you feel like you can have, and then also setting intentions, asking for help with what you want to bring in, and then just continue to clear those blocks, those energy blocks and belief blocks that are keeping it from you. And I would just say, don't settle. I have so many clients that, you know, have had amazing experiences where they were in an unhealthy situation and with love and supported guidance, they were able to get out of that situation and then manifested incredible relationships. And not just that, you know, money, lifestyle changes, et cetera. So, it, but it all starts with us. And one of the messages I'm getting to share is this idea that we get what we accept. We get what we accept in our lives. So the universe being very much like a Netflix queue. So most people at this point watch Netflix, but you know, when you watch Netflix, there's an algorithm behind the scenes and whatever you watch, you get more suggestions like that in your queue. Yeah. Like if you go on someone else's Netflix, what they see coming up as to watch is completely different than yours. And that's because of what you've watched and what they've watched. So it's important for you to really think about that in terms of your own life. Are you watching the things in your life? Are you participating in the things in your life that are what you want to continue to experience? And if it's not, then you basically have to set certain boundaries, say, nope, I'm going to delete that off my queue. I'm going to, you know, Put, put some other things in there, be around more positive, loving and supportive people. And then over time, really incredible transformations will happen. Um, I see this with a lot of women where they have struggles with boundaries. And then the, when you don't assert what you want and need, you get more people that don't honor what you want and need. So it's up to us to start that process. 
Yes. Well, two things that are coming to me are that our outside experiences are a reflection of our inner reality, mm-hmm. first of all. And second of all, that the universe gives us what we focus on. So yes. whatever. So if you're focused on fear of something not happening, the universe will be like, oh, so then we won't give that to her. But if you're focused on, mm-hmm. I believe it's going to happen. And now when I do have it, I'm grateful for it. Then the universe exactly gives you more of it, more of it, more of, from that cue. Absolutely. Yeah. And it becomes more and more profound, the difference. Because when I, I, so I grew up in a, an abusive situation, you know, was born into that in my family. And then I got into a bad marriage myself. I mean, it's not surprising, right? <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. you tend to manifest what you saw in your early childhood. And then as an adult, I started to really look at this. And, and as I delved into my psychic abilities and learn, and I, and I had to really relearn how to have boundaries, especially with men. And so those strategies I was telling you with emotion code, body code, tapping were really, really helpful for me in, in terms of major transformation. But, but when you think about people that you're connecting with, uh, relationships could be friendships or romantic partners, think about, do I feel positive? Do I feel heavy? Like really paying attention Mm -hmm. to your body. And there's a book I'd recommend called what everybody is saying. It's fascinating. It's about a, a man who, uh, works with law enforcement um, when they have like these mysteries, like they can't figure out who did something. And he will look at the suspects and like analyze their body language and facial expression. And it was fascinating when I was reading it because I realized that a lot of times unconsciously I was reacting to someone and I didn't even, I wasn't even able to consciously realize how I was feeling. But when like, for example, when you turn your feet away from someone, it means you kind of want to run away. And so you can start to really, or you cross your arms. Yeah, exactly. When your face is back in your chair. So really learning about those signs and then really paying attention to how you feel. A lot of women are so programmed to help heal, you know, serve others that they have are completely shut off from how they feel. So I think for, for women that struggle in love, that's one of the, maybe the first things they need to do is really pay attention to what do I want? What do I feel? How are people making me feel an environment and then releasing the people, circumstance and situation where that doesn't feel good or comfortable for you. A hundred percent. That brings us back to intuition. Just get in touch with how you're feeling, be aware, be conscious, set those boundaries. If it's not, feeling very good. But if it is to honor that, and then, you know, once again, then the universe will reward you with a second date. Yeah. <laughs> and, and if, you know, one of the things that can happen for people is, is they look at their, the people in their circle or their circumstances and they feel like, how can I say no to that? There's nothing better. There's nothing around, but it's like the Netflix queue. Sometimes you have to be like, nope, I'm deleting all this stuff. And then the new and better things will come in. So there can be a period where you might feel a little like lonely or whatever, but just hold your boundaries, um, mm-hmm. continue to connect with inspiring, positive, supportive people. And it will change if you keep doing these things. Never settle. It is worse to feel alone in a relationship that you're not happy in than to just physically be alone as you are patiently waiting for that right person to come in that just fulfills you and makes your heart feel at peace and on fire. Absolutely. And the other thing I'm getting to say too, is I do feel that in our society, there's definitely, you know, this sort of idea of the, the knight in shining armor and it's sort of Prince or Prince charming that, you know, sweeps you off your feet. And, 
And I think, you know, it's wonderful to have the idea of a partner that is, you know, wonderful, loving and supportive of you. But at the same time, the more empowered we are in our own life and personal circumstances, the less we need that rescuing. And conversely, the more likely we are to attract a really positive, loving, empowered partner as well. I always say that it's two whole people coming together, not two halves making a whole. And then those two people come together and bring more light into the world. (laughs) Exactly. We are coming to the end. I want you to plug away, like plug your your group that you teach, plug your books, plug your everything, your podcasts, everything you're doing. Yeah. So my next round of my five-week manifesting program, which is amazing. You know, I have had such incredible results from people in that one woman who within five weeks with none, neither of these things being on the horizon manifested in her words, these are her words, her dream home and dream job in five weeks. Um, so the, my next round starts mid October, but we do it every like three or four times a year. So if you missed that round, you know, feel free to join again in the future. I have eight books. They're on Amazon and all the different major, uh, book publishing platforms. And then my podcast healing powers podcast to talk a lot about this energy stuff. And social media, I'm on bookings at laurapowers.net email and then Instagram at laurapowers44. And I'm also at Twitter at that laurapowers. So people can find you in lots of different ways. Yes, absolutely. Um, And as always, everybody can find me at therelationshipexpert.com if you have any questions. Um, And thank you so much for joining us today. It was such a pleasure talking to you. You are so wise and you have so much experience and you're very articulate. I like when people just, you, um, I like that first, let's say somebody was watching this show who had never known anything about spirituality. I like how you explain things in just a very simple way. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. I I feel like when I am channeling the angels and spirit guides will just give me these simple analogies, like the Netflix cue. And I'm like, oh, everyone gets that. Like, (laughs) like, thank you guys. I love it. And yeah, thank you so much. And congratulations on all of your success and all the projects that you're doing. Oh, thank you, Jamie. It's really been my pleasure to connect with you and your audience and just letting everyone know that you're so amazing. Make sure to connect with people who feel you're amazing and just go for it. Go for whatever your big dream is. You can have it. Trust yourself. Trust your intuition. It's all out there for you. Just waiting to come in and abundance, 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 and namaste. And um, join (laughs) us every week, Love Talk Live, LA Talk Radio at 5 p.m. Pacific. Thanks so much for joining us. You're listening to Love Talk Live with the relationship expert, Jamie Bronstein, only on LA Talk Radio.